Matt, Rob, and Justin here from the Uninformed, and we're going to talk a little NBA in our first ever podcast here. Um, bear with us. None of us have ever done this before, and it's probably going to be a little choppy, but if you bear with us, um, I think we can entertain you and hopefully make you laugh a little bit, and in the process, make you think a little bit. Um, NBA playoffs have started today. Um, in the interest of full disclosure, we did just watch the Cavs and Pacers. Um, a lot closer than everybody thought. But I think that I can say that the top four seeds in the East are going to advance. I think it would be a pretty major upset if Boston, Cleveland, Toronto, or Washington um, didn't hold serve, didn't advance. Uh, they have a pretty substantial, you know, lead over the rest of the teams in the East. They, they separated themselves. It might not have looked clean. Uh, Cleveland sputtered to the finish line, to say the least. Um, but they're much better than 5 through 8. Um, the fact that Chicago made the playoffs is a joke. It would have been interesting to see Miami make the playoffs. Miami was really hot the second half of the year. They were basically the Nets or Phoenix. They were like 11 and 30 something and somehow got back to 41 and 41. That would have been interesting because I, I think Boston is very vulnerable. But do you think they have, you would have thought the 8-1 matchup would have been set in stone yeah. to, to Miami if Miami had No, no, I just think it would have been real fun. I think those two teams would have been not evenly matched, but I mean it would have been, it would have been fun to watch and I think it wouldn't have been a shock if Miami took them to six or seven games and, but Chicago doesn't stand a chance, in my opinion. They're broken. I mean, you think Rajon Rondo's going to... I mean, <laughs> we're talking about Rajon Rondo here. I mean, you don't know that he's going to be go full heel when he plays against the Celtics? No, but that's a broken team. I mean, they bet, they bet on Dwayne Wade, and they bet on things that aren't happening. And... They, 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 when they got rid of Derrick Rose and they got rid of um, Joaquin Noah, you thought they were building for the future, but they didn't. They brought in Rajon Rondo and, and Dwayne Wade. They traded... They're eight, a team of broken bodies. They yeah. traded broken pieces for broken pieces. And, yeah, maybe more likable broken pieces, but they're still... They're 41 and 41 in the Eastern Conference. That is not good. Look, for any of our old wrestling fans, you remember the wrestler Goldust? Barely. Barely. It's the one that was, like, strange. He, he was very strange. He was painted all gold, just come out like a robe. He looks like pretty much more on like a drag queen almost. His finishing move was called Shattered Dreams. He hanged the person <laughs> in a corner and just kick him square in the balls. Like, that's literally what the Chicago... I mean, the... <laughs> <laughs> Shattered dreams. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know what the Knicks were doing, and I don't know what Chicago was doing, but they, they kind of got what they deserved. And but I mean, do you see? 
any of the top four teams being tested. I guess that's the best way to put it. Tested being a six game. Yes. I see Cleveland Pacers going six games. Only and not from more or less like watching. Now now what we just saw. We see I just think there's gonna be a lot of Lance drama that's just going to keep this series going. I don't think LeBron, this we, entire playoffs, more or less, compared to his other years where they go like five games every round. I think he's actually going to get... Or four. Yeah. I think this year is going to be that year where teams actually like push up. Again, do I think they're going to lose and not get to the finals? No, absolutely. I think they're going to still get to the finals. But I don't think he's going to get... The rest, like he has all the previous years, so he's well, no. Have they, we just we just got done watching the game, and I mean that was a lot closer than I think anybody expected. Well, of course, with eleven oh Pacers run, yes. And I mean, but you heard the things that yeah, he took some time off, but he when he played, he averaged the most amount of minutes per game this season. Yeah, he got some rest, but other players got rest too. You you think? The mileage on the tires has caught up with him, or him and the team. Because I, I would agree with you, and we are about exact opposites when it comes to LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan, not because I'm a fan of Cleveland, not because, not because I was a fan of Miami. Just I, I don't know. I, I, where I come from, there really isn't any home team. So I'm outside of football. I'm like attracted to. Greatness, so to speak. I like watching greatness, and you hate him. But do you like that whole team is a year older, and there's a lot of people on that team that are old, like basketball wise. I mean, this is what he does. He literally he's done this since Miami. He's brought in veteran players. Yeah, but in Miami, he had Bosh and Dwayne well, yeah, Wade, besides, potential again, Hall of Besides the other big, big two, whatever, call yeah. them the big three. He brings well, in veteran old players who. Give or take, at their best, they were in conference finals, let alone NBA finals. Really, right now, Richard Jefferson. I swear to God, <laughs> no one in their fucking mind can tell me what Richard Jefferson did after the Nets. No. If you, someone find me that right now, and you do that without looking it up. I think he was pumping gas. He, in Brooklyn. he should have been, because there's no way in hell... I haven't heard of him. He could have RJ been, has been dead. He could have been an assistant coach for Jason Kidd wherever he was, actually. What, in Milwaukee or back in Brooklyn? You really think people people want to no. cheer Jason Kidd but if that, Richard Jefferson was the assistant coach? But here's the thing. I mean, it's... I think this year is going to be tested more than, more than he ever has. Partially... For a couple reasons. One, no matter what you think, there is there is kind of a hangover when you win a title in a town that's never had a title. And you have a lot of players on that team that had never won a title. I mean, who else on that team had won a title? Now that I think about it, James Jones? James Jones is on the best James Jones. Is he actually still on the team technically? Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. He's got, he's he got, three, he's got three championships. Yes, he has three James, James Jones has dragged LeBron to three finals. That's an accomplishment. James Jones but I mean, is officially no, but think a dog. It. But think about it. <laughs> a dog on a leash. Think about it. That that team... Birdman's not on, on the team anymore, right? Because he got no. his knees got, taken out. But right? I don't even think he was on the... I think he was. But anyway... Like you have a you have a whole team of people who won their first championship, 
in a whole city that just won their first championship in forever. See, what I so oh. I'm saying like the whole place is hung over, and you got LeBron who knows he's he's trying. It, I think it's even tougher to drag him. And I think at the end of the year you saw that not only is his tires getting thin, but that whole team is just getting tired because they maybe they didn't put the work in. But not only that, they're gonna have to go through in the second round if if everything holds serve. They're gonna have to go through Washington or. I did it again. They're going to have to go through Toronto, the 2-3 matchup. And I think Toronto is a lot better than people think. I think, I'm so, I think Toronto should have been a number one seed if, if, the, if the season was another 10 games or so. Because Lowry's back. And they have, a, they have DeRozan, Lowry, if he's healthy or free, when he gets a stroke back, coming back from his wrist injury, that's got to be a pain in the neck to get, to get going. You have Abaka and you have Valanciunas. So Valanciunas isn't kind of alone down there. And that's, a, that's, that's four pretty damn good players. It's not just Lowry and DeRozan. It, it's a pretty good foursome. And if he somehow gets by them, which we think he will, then he's got to go up against, in my opinion, the Wizards will be there. Because I think the Wizards will take down Boston. But either way, he'll be taking down the best one of those teams. Therefore, I think that's, there's a bunch of different reasons, but I think it'll be the toughest road to get to the finals. Let's not even talk about what's going to be waiting for him in the finals. I mean, that's gonna be Do you a, disagree with anything I just said? I don't think the Wizards are going to be Boston. Okay. I but don't. It, I just think, I just think the Wizards are going to rely too much on John Wall. John Wall is the team. Amazing, amazing athlete, amazing player. One of my favorite players in the league. He's fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's like him he, and Kyrie. Like again, like their skill set is so it great makes basketball fun again. Absolutely. Watch get it. the get the stats on John Wall, Matt, please. He plays when you watch him play. Like he doesn't talk, so he's kind of like Kawhi Leonard without the championship. He's nowhere near as good as Kawhi Leonard. But I mean, like from a have you ever heard John Wall speak? I mean, truth the last time I heard John Wall speak, I, mean, I, would give it, I know a recent one where he gets in little altercations at the end of games. But besides that, it was re- fresh out of Kentucky with his dance moves. Yeah, so it was the last time we heard John that's Wall a team. That's a team that still has never won 50 games. They, they won 49 this year. I don't think they've never won 50 games. But they have some good players on that team. Gortat is still functional, at the very least. And you got Bradley Beal and John Wall, and you got some other players on the team that... I think, I think they're a, a more formidable uh, matchup, a more formidable opponent than Boston will be, despite the fact that Boston is the number one seed. You got stats on John Wall this year? Yeah. What do you got for him? I believe he's averaging career highs in like points, assists, and something else. What are his numbers? Okay, so in points, he's uh, averaging 23.1. In rebounds, he's getting he's averaging 4.2. In assists, he's averaging 10.7. And those That's... are all... Well, for scoring, he's uh, top. This is the best year he's ever had. For rebounds, he's uh, on the lower half. Yeah, uh, he's a six-foot... Assist-wise, he's... Uh, that, this is his ten... best year. Yeah, that's, that's monster numbers. He is leading his team. And, I mean... If you had to take John Wall or Isaiah Thomas, I mean, if you had to bet your bank account on which one of those guys... This year. This year. what I mean, 
You really gonna drop your money on Isaiah Thomas? I would. Five foot nine. Is... I actually would. I'm not. I'm not going by the height. The height, I'm gonna completely ignore. I'm not gonna pull a Nate Robertson. Oh, but you understand, and it's not obviously. I'm not just pulling this oh, out. I'm, I'm. He's having his best year. Of course he is. <laughs> he's. He's in that. He's. I mean, he's not gonna but win. If I, wanna, if I wanna take it in a more like honest opinion, why I'm going more with the Celtics. If I had to say about systems, like okay, we look at LeBron in Cleveland, it's him. Um, yeah, Tyrone Lue doesn't add anything. He doesn't do anything at all. Any coach could be there. You're winning a ring. As much as I hate Mark Jackson, like we've all been saying, Mark Jackson would win his first ring yeah. in Cleveland with that, let alone. No, Mark Jackson would lose to Golden State. Even better. Okay, I would, I would love that. And you Absolutely. would see him really melt down if he hasn't melted down having. I don't know how they... That's got to stay. Is that the worst job in the world? To be Mark Jackson and to like have to be the uh, commentator for the Golden State games? Is that, that's got to be awful. No, Maybe no. not this year, but like, you know, the year after? The first year well, after? No, let, let's, let's just make more... Let's throw some more soul in the world. How about this? So, you get fired from the team that, you know, was average... By yeah. league, league standpoints in the West. We're people, not going to go in the East. People saw them up and coming. Yeah. They were, like, and, like, I, I, I don't follow basketball as much as uh, I follow other sports. But I, I, I saw Steph Curry and I saw Clay, Tom, Clay Thompson as great guards. And I said, where are they seeing this up and coming from? But, boom, it was right there in your face not long after that. Yeah, you know why? Because Mark Jackson, if he wants to live by his hand down, man down, old school mentalities, and Steve Kerr said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to let you guys play how you want to play. And sure enough, the Splash Brothers were actually born yeah. from all of this. Draymond Green got a mouth because Mark Jackson wouldn't let him talk all those previous Mark Jackson years. didn't start him. That was basically <laughs> the only... The only difference was, like, they started... Uh, Draymond Green. Did he also? Did they also serve? Probably. I'm guessing on this one. Andre Iguodala at first, before Draymond Green, and then brought Andre guys a six man. I'm not exactly. I, I'm not. I think it had to do with David Lee and like basically the only adjustment. And I only know this from listening to other radio shows. But the only adjustment was like uh, David Lee and, and Draymond Green. Now, in Mark Jackson's defense, Draymond Green was like right out of college. So no matter how good or bad you are, it's there has there has to be a a, a you, sometimes you can't start a rookie as soon as he shows up. And David Lee has always been a serviceable pro. But anyway, so we have Cleveland going to the finals. Yes, who, who even though you, I even though I hate saying it, yeah, sure. Yeah, I know you hate saying that. I know. And um, do you who do you think is the biggest test for them? It doesn't even have to be somebody they're going to play. But do you do you agree with me that, that Toronto in the second round is going to be their toughest test? Or do you think they're going to have to go through Boston and you think that will be the toughest one? I still think it's going to be Boston's going to be it. I just, I'm just looking at it overall. Like if I had, if we were going right now, you know, you look at Cleveland playing any team, I say that. But with the way, obviously, a bracket works in the, in the NBA playoffs, I think Boston's still going to be their toughest test. Especially all that time. I don't, again, going back to what I said about, I don't think it's going to be two quick four or five series with Cleveland. I think they're going to be 
grinding these out, playing like, you know, a day's rest, day or two's rest between series. I don't think they're going to get the rest like they did last year where they swept it yeah. pretty much right into the finals and had a yeah. week off. I don't think they're going to get that. And the thing is, you can't blame it on, you know, them not being like uh, comfortable playing together. They think they're playing together. No, there's, no, there's no excuses anymore. And I mean, yeah, today's game should have been a wake up call from them. We'll see in the future, but and let's also point out they didn't, they didn't like slip out of this game or like they held on. Like it's one missed shot away. Yeah, but That's we it. also, but we also saw LeBron miss two layups. See, I mean, is he going to do that every game? Yeah, it could have gone either way. Is what you're saying, and absolutely could have gone either way. Um, I think that. No matter what they did in the regular season, like I heard a stat that if they do make the finals, it'll be the worst defensive team. Their defensive efficiency is like ranked twenty second or twenty third. Yes. It'll be the worst defensive team to ever make the final. Forget about winning to make the finals. It's the worst defensive team since the two thousand one Lakers, and that's my team. Yeah, um, but I think part of that is. That LeBron has figured it out by now, and he knows that it doesn't really matter, especially in the East. Now, it'll be a, this would be a completely different argument, talk, or whatever, if they were in the West. But I think that's one reason maybe he stayed in the East and went to Cleveland. That was like... He wasn't choosing between Miami. There was no way in hell LeBron James was ever going to be a Western Conference player. There was no way in hell. Okay. He, he, truthfully to me, I don't think he would ever make it out of the second one. Is that water or alcohol? Anyway, point is Where that he, he knows that he knows that it doesn't matter. The regular season, for the most part, doesn't matter. So why would why would they bust their ass and play defense? So. Yeah, it'll be a shock to see a team that poor defense make it to the finals. However, I think that they know better. They know that busting your ass to get the number one seed in the East isn't going to mean anything. And we've already agreed that they're going to make it there anyway. Home court advantage doesn't matter in the East. In the East. It, no, no. Like if they were the eight, if they were the eight seed right now, wouldn't they would be the favorite. Probably. Yes, they absolutely would be in, Unless something like horrific injuries. Like, barring a LeBron James injury. And, you know what? what I, think, I think I would change my mind if they even lost Kevin Love. As weird as that is. If, as long as those three are healthy, then they're going to they're gonna make it to the finals, in my opinion. It might be rocky. It might be a lot choppier than it has been for them in the past. But I think he'll find a way. Got anything to add, Matt? I think Kevin Love's gonna get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> On to the Western Conference. One last, while we finish off the yeah. East Coast, I'll leave the question. Fun favorite question. Yeah. Who's gonna get the first flavored foul? Lance Stevenson or my boy, Sir Swish, J.R. Smith? I would say the smart money would be on Lance Stevenson because he's gonna be on the floor a lot more. He's, he's going to be on the floor twice as long as J.R. Smith. If J.R. Smith doesn't come drunk in from one of his hangovers from a strip yeah. club. Wait, 
Matt, can we look up the can we look up the schedule for they're this playing series? Monday. They're playing Monday. They're playing Monday. Yeah. So he's got two days. Yeah, two days. He's, it's in in case you guys are no no uh, wondering what we're talking about. It's it's uh, factually evident that J.R. Smith on Sundays is a much worse player. All his numbers are horrible, and it's because he has made no. No bones about hiding the fact that he goes out and rips it up on whatever, wherever he is uh, Saturday nights. So his numbers on Sunday are terrible. And if you need to stay tuned, I'm just letting you know, looked up, Game 4, ladies and gentlemen, is on a Sunday. There you go. <laughs> so I hope you guys are ready. In but Indiana. In Indiana. So you know well, the, strip, the strip clubs in Indiana are way better than Cleveland. Yeah, but with a day off, he's just going to fly to New York anyway. No, we're giving we're giving him no. We're looking at this bone dry. He's gonna play on a Thursday for game three. Game four is on Sunday. That means you let him lose Friday and Saturday. Yeah, it's over. You let him loose. You let Sir Swish loose without a shirt so, in Indiana Friday Saturday. So basically, but LeBron already knows this, and he's already told Coach that on Sunday. He's not to exceed five minutes of playing time. Look, I just hope this. I we're last talk about it. I think I hope Indiana, and this is again my hatred of Cleveland psycho now. Bring it to Game Seven because Game Seven's on a Saturday, <laughs> and let Cleveland win. So Sir Swish goes out again on another Saturday night. Onto the and West, I'll leave it. Onto the Western Conference. Western Conference. It's probably a little the the. The final result of the Western Conference is probably a, a lot more certain than the Eastern Conference. The matchups are as follows. Portland at Golden State. Memphis at San Antonio. The Thunder are going to be going against the Rockets. And the Jazz and Clippers had the same record, but the Clips got the home field, home court advantage. Um, obviously... We're gonna. We don't even need to ask this, but the Jazz and Clippers are gonna be the most evenly matched. I mean, they were exactly the same record all year. Um, so outside of that series, which I guess you hope that <laughs> just for the sake of everything and their entire career, you hope that Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and, and uh, Chris Paul actually get out of the first round because if they don't, they gotta they. Their entire makeup at the Clippers is a disappointment. They can't even get out of the first round. But that series aside, because that's a boring series, because I don't think between us we can name it hardly anybody on the Jazz. Like, I think the Cl- you- oh wait, hold on. I think the Clippers actually got this because they're three and one against them this season, and I- they're, and they're healthy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they should win, but the Jazz are like uh, one of the look up what the Jazz's defensive uh, defensive stats are this year. I think they're I think they're only behind Golden State and San Antonio. I think they're a really good defensive team, and I mean, if you're gonna stop those three, you need to have a good defense. Okay. I think uh, Golden State and Portland. Isn't even worth talking about. Mm. Except if you're Damian Lillard, who he got baited into it. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? He got baited. What is he going to say? The guy asked him a question like, Damian Lillard, 
the guard for the Trailblazers was asked after a game, like, uh, are you going to win in six or seven? What is he supposed to say? No. We're going to get swept in four by Golden State? He's got to answer. So he said six. Something because we want to win at home. I mean, he gave the right answer. I'm not holding him to that. But the other thing is, I mean, Portland's, Portland's uh, their second best player, Nur- Nurkic, he's playing on a, a compound fracture. You got the numbers? I do have the numbers for the Jazz. What are, what are they? For the Jazz. Um, they, they actually only have one person who's got assists. Uh... No, no, their defensive, defensive team stats. Portland, um, their defensive ranking. Like, Portland, they have two good players, but they're going to get blown out. They're going against the, 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 the Warriors. They're, they don't have a chance. In my opinion, the, the most intriguing matchup is going to be the Thunder at the Rockets. It's a matchup against the two MVP hopefuls. And even that, in my opinion, probably isn't going to be close. It's going to be entertaining and fun to watch. But you got to think that, at least I think, that, that Houston will take it in five. So if I had to rank, so you got to rank the four, the four matchups. Yeah. For what com- like watchability or some pretty much yes exactly watchability. Yeah. How do you rank them one through four? Um, like one being the one you want to watch the most, four or the one you're not going to give two shits about. I don't give two shits about uh, the Clippers Jazz, um, so I would put that at four. Um, I think Golden State and San Antonio are going to roll over Memphis and Portland, so I, I would say those are two, three, and I would want to watch. I would want to watch. Um, the two MVP candidates go at each other and and try and prove who's better. And you know, it's not because I think Oklahoma City's gonna give him a test, but I wanna see Russ against James Harden and see the, the video game numbers pile up. Because you know they're gonna go at each other. And Harden might not be pushing it points wise, but he'll probably have fifteen assists, you know, opening up for other people. I have a completely different Why? thing. So my order is the number one matchup I'm going to be watching um, is, again, Thunder Rockets. I think we, that's pretty self-explanatory. MVP race. I want to just see the potential of can Russell Westbrook continue this amazing run against James Harden that he's now taking over this Rockets system, made it his own, and... The dividends are coming out of it. That's my first matchup. Number two is going to be Clipper. I mean, Clippers versus the Jazz. How many, pe- how many people on the Jazz can you name? Well, no. You know what? Probably two, if that. Gordon Haywood. Yep, that's one. Um. See, yeah, you're gonna cheat. I mean, look it up now. No. Defensively, they're actually ranked six. I know six. I know more. I know more Grizzlies than I do know of players on the Toronto. I mean the Utah Jazz. I can guarantee that. Um, they got they got uh uh, what's his name? Yeah, look up the depth chart of the Jazz before we. But here, let me just finish this. Then, if anything. But do you agree? uh, Before you say anything, do you agree that that. For the Clippers, they need to win that somehow. Absolutely. And then also being... Because what a failure that's going to be. Yes, if the Clippers lose, again, would would I fire Doc Rivers? No. But everything of their roster has to change. They're definitely going to keep Chris Paul. They're going to have to get rid of Blake Griffin, finally. 
he, he's at the end of the day, Blake Griffin has gone gone from like a monstrous beast who obviously you know was so we're all intrigued you by. You build the franchise around him before. Now he's he's pretty much one of those average players. But now he's not even one of those players where like again like LeBron, those veteran players that he would pick up. He's more <laughs> just like. You're just a name now. I'm trying to think of like a player back in the day. He's somebody's second option. Not even. I would give him third, third or fourth option at best now. And he's injury prone. Yes. That's even worse. Like that's one of the that's one of the knocks on uh, on Kevin Durant is you're scared to death. Seven footer with a leg problem, ankle problem, whatever the hell it was. You you're scared to death that you're gonna pay what did you say twenty twenty one million a year for somebody who's gonna twenty six twenty six million a year for somebody who's gonna twenty two whatever somebody who's gonna fall apart on yeah like so yeah I mean yeah there it's he's like uh, he's like Carmelo a couple of years ago it seems like except Carmelo might have been people's first choice but I think I think Portland is on the rise. But not this year. It's going to be bad. I mean, uh, so, I mean, who, forgetting about the 4-5 matchup, because quite frankly, I, I would I would go with uh, the Jazz only because they have a better defense. I want the Jazz one. I want Clippers to relinquish. Anarchy, anarchy, you want to see. Could, you know, if, if that happens, put it on the board. If the Jazz lose in the first round, do you know where Chris Paul's going? If the Clippers lose in the first round, do you mean? Yeah, excuse me. If the Clippers lose in the first round, you know where Chris Paul's going, don't where you? Where is he going? Cleveland. Well, this good oh, buddy LeBron. God, God. So, do you really want the Jazz Abs- to win? Absolutely. I want the Jazz to win. Why? Because I want LA to go back to where it's supposed to be, with the Lakers. Uh, Which is not going to happen for another five years, at yeah. least. But, just saying that there. Alright, so we got the... Yeah. Starting uh, five is uh, George Hill. Rodney Hood. Wait, George Hill that used to be on the fucking Pacers? Yeah. Wow. Rodney Hood, uh, Joe Johnson, Derek Favors. Joe Johnson? Derek, Derek Favors is a good player. And uh, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Gobert. Isn't Gordon He's Hayward the second out? person I would have known of the Jets. Where's Gordon Hayward? Where's Gordon Hayward? He's uh, not starting. He's... Uh, he's on there. He's, uh, he's on there. He's third... He's not starting though. He's in. Click on his name. Look him up. He's injured or something. That's messed up. He's yeah. out due to a quad injury. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not recent. Let me see. Anyway, so, all right. Do we see Golden State San Antonio in the finals of that series, or do you, do you give anybody a chance of getting by either of those two teams? Well, I was just going to say, finish off before. The Spurs matchup is a wash. I don't know. I don't give. I give that not, literally a sweep. I give it a sweep. Yeah, it's not a wash. It's a. It's done. A wash. Because it, to also to, to give anyone who has any hope for the Grizzlies. No. At all, and no. I, this is more my reason why I don't. Tony Grizzly, Allen is the, out. The Grizzlies have less hope than the Trailblazers. Absolutely. No, completely. Especially now, Tony Allen to me is the heart and soul of the Grizzlies. Yeah, that's he's out, and and the mere fact. That you said Tony Allen is the heart of the Grizzlies, whether he's in or out, is the reason that they have no chance against the Spurs. Yes. Um, so it's going to be Spurs-Golden State. Hands up. 
And now we're getting to Golden State, who is a super team. And the only thing that is worse about them this year than last year is their record. Their often, I believe their defensive efficiency is second in the league only to the San Antonio. And they're, off, they're number one in the league in off, offensive efficiency. Everything they've done this year, stats-wise, is like borderline historic. And the more important thing is, and we were talking about this before when we were watching the, the Cavs Pacers. You need superstars when it comes to the playoffs. The NBA, unlike the other sports, the NBA, the regular season and the playoffs, they are a good barometer for who the best team is. Very rarely do you get a team that is not one of the top two or three that actually gets to the finals and wins. Like, you have to go all the way back, ignoring the, the Dirk Nowitzki uh, Dallas fiasco when they took down the Heat. And Dirk Nowitzki is probably a Hall, is a hall of Famer. So that's not even the case. You've got to go all the way back to, what is it, 2004 with the Pistons? To find a champion without a superstar. And that team was built perfectly. I mean, they had Ben Wallace, one of the best defenders at that time. They had Rasheed Wallace playing great. Rasheed Wallace, a great, great player. Tayshaun Prince in his prime. And then you had... Uh, Rip Hamilton, Rip Hamilton, and Chauncey Billups. Mm -hmm. And Chauncey Billups, not a superstar, but also not shy to take the big shot. Mr. Big Shot. Yeah. He isn't a superstar, but he filled the gap of the person that needed to step up when needed. Yes. You know, like, that's usually the fault when you don't have superstars. Who's going to get the ball? Everybody's scared to death. He filled that role, not being a superstar. But you had, you had those five guys. I'm sure there were other people on the team that I don't remember because... Well, I'm not old enough to remember that. But they had a, a, a handful of guys that they were perfect together, and that's how they upset your Lakers. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a very underrated upset. But that's how they got by that team, and that's how they ruined the Carl uh, Malone and Gary Payton trying to pick up a cheap championship. Absolutely. And, cheap but championship. With Carl Malone getting injured about a week left. I don't even remember that. I do. I remember but, the exact game that it happened. But I'm saying you need you you need superstars. You need not just good players. You need superstars. That's one of my arguments against Boston. And it's not because I don't believe that Isaiah Thomas is a really good player. And Alf Horford, depending on his health, is a very good player. But then you got what? Crowder? I mean Kelly Olinick? I mean, you can't make me believe that they're going to get past. I don't even think they would get past Toronto, to be honest. If they matched up, they're not going to have to go past Toronto. But I don't even think they would get past. You, you, you put that lineup up against Toronto's, and it's. I don't think any sane person would put money on Boston if you're betting on betting on it like that. With health, everything? With health, yeah. I, I, De DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, Valanciunas. I just guys, don't. To me, Kyle just, Lowry is not there. My argument, I'm, I'm trying to make a point about Golden State. 
and how unfair this year could be. Because they don't have one potential Hall of Famer like most teams. Some teams, some teams. Geez. They don't have two potential Hall of Famers. But they have three or four guys on that team that are, you know, on a path to being great. And I, I dislike Draymond Green a lot. And you could say that being a Michigan fan, him coming out of Michigan State has always had a sour taste in my mouth. But I just don't like, every time he opens his mouth, it rubs me the wrong way. And kicking people in the nuts doesn't really help that at all either. But, uh, I mean, you've got Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. That sounds like cheating. That's, that sounds like everybody was so up in arms when Dwayne Wade and LeBron James came together. But it's, or like, I mean, it sounds like Kobe Bryant and, and Shaq coming together. It sounds like cheating. And then you realize that no matter how good a three-point shooter Steph Curry is, Klay Thompson, in my opinion, might be better. And he's an excellent defender. And then you throw in Draymond Green. However you think about it. That's like cheating. I don't see how anybody can match up against that. If one's, if one's good and the others don't even need to be. Because not because they have the second best defense in the league to top it all off. Every, the, 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 the detractors, when they signed Durant, said that their defense is going to suffer. This is going to be bad. They're going to not be able to play defense. Because they're losing Bogut, they're losing uh, Barnes. And, yeah, exactly. And I'm sure, I, I mean, nobody's ever heard of him since. <laughs> well, Bogut gave the Cavs everything he had, all 58 seconds. If that. <laughs> and, uh, but, I mean, the detractors have to eat it because they're the second-best defensive team efficiently in the league. And they run you up and down the court, too. So, I mean... I'd like to see San Antonio give them a run, but I don't think they're going to. I think it will be Golden State in six. Against the Spurs in the Western Conference Finals to play Cleveland, who will have be in the Boston Celtics in six games. I, I can't disagree with you, but I'm afraid that... Um, I'm afraid because I am a LeBron fan... I'm afraid that LeBron's going to get that team to the finals and Golden State might sweep them. And we were joking about it before. Obviously, you would love this. But um, people will kind of forget about how epic last year was. And no matter if you like him or not, I mean, last year was remarkable. They had no business winning last year. No matter how fortunate they got towards the end, what they did last year was, was epic. And I can already see and hear it now. I can already see Steph Curry in his smug little arrogance running up and down the court, you know, three up in the air, not even watching. That's arrogance to you? Yeah. You don't think it is? How is that not arrogant? <laughs> no, I mean, okay, like, uh, just... I, they pointed I, it out every single time. That's not arrogance. That's just like, you know... No, what, when, 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 let me rephrase this. Sorry. To, not that it's that arrogance, but, but it's that's like, the it's, degree of arrogance that like sticks no, out to you the most? No. 
I'm saying that's noticeable and that's his way of like shoving it in your face, which is fine and he has the right to. But I can already hear Draymond Green in the press conference, you know, and I just think that it's going it's going to wash away last year when they're kind of cheating. They went out and got Kevin Durant. How are they cheating? They, I'm saying, like, if they're going to, like, say that, okay, we won this year, so last year doesn't count. You know, I think that's what they're going to try. They're never going to do that. that that's <laughs> exactly what they're going to no, say. No, they're not. You don't they, think so? They can't say that. Why would anyone ever say something even close to that? That's what they're they're gonna they're gonna rub it in their face that, that they they won two out of three and that's the rubber match and bye bye we're the best we're the greatest and they're gonna I mean and rightly so but they're gonna like use this to kind of um, but it's a well deserved they they should have that chip on their shoulder that like you know we got punched in the jaw and knocked out yeah we got so comfortable we had the best winning season ever in the regular season. And they literally us, they had a three-one lead. Literally, practically should have just coasted. Give them one game. Do you think? Do you think they have more pressure on them this year than say, um, that second season with LeBron and uh, Dwayne Wade? Do you think it's comparable? No, I really. To, to me, I don't think the Warriors really have pressure. I think it's just well, at least one Warrior does. Kevin uh, Durant. I think Kevin. Durant, yes, I think Kevin Durant has. But you don't pressure, think that right? trickles? I, if if um. If it look if the Cavs play better than they did today, mm. and they start to steamroll people, or at least don't show any signs of slowing, don't you think they're gonna feel pressure when they get to the finals to vindicate themselves from last year a little bit? Kevin Durant, it doesn't have any. It's like two different things. Kevin Durant doesn't have anything to prove against Cleveland. He has everything to prove for why he made the decision. He wanted to go play in that system and he wanted to go have the best chance to win the championship. <laughs> you can't argue with that he made the right... If it, if that was his choice, he made the right I'm choice. I'm perfectly fine with that. I am too. But I'm saying that it... I feel like people are going to forget last year. No, I don't think anybody would forget last year because of everything that happened. I don't think that will ever die out. I just think, think to me, the pressure is all on Kevin Durant. I think it is. I think the Warriors have no pressure at all. Well, the other thing the Warriors have that the other teams don't is they're all still young. Yes. Even Durant's not that old. This Warriors team could stay like this at least for the next five years. If they can pay the guys. I think that's not a problem. I think this team, these key group of players would stay and play with each other. Opposed to other teams in the league. Well, they certainly... I, I know that uh, Draymond had an opportunity to leave if he wanted to, and he didn't. And... It'll be interesting to see how the... No matter what the outcome of this season, it'll be interesting to see how it affects... We'll call it those four guys. Because the other guys are replaceable. And quite frankly, any one of those guys is replaceable if the other three are going to stay there. But it'll be interesting to see whether if they win or if they lose, how that affects them going forward. So we want Golden State full sweep of the NBA Finals. We are a non-homerific. Uh, we have no buy. We, we your, just, your prediction in the finals. I, I, 
what what I predict is not what I want, and I would say that Golden State is going to losing seven to Cleveland. Mark it eight, dude. I it would be nice to see that team on the ropes. It would be nice to see both of those legacies go to a game seven, whatever you want to call it. Like I just don't think that Cleveland's gonna have the firepower. Like, how do you cover all of those guys? I mean, <laughs> the only thing that would have been different is if they found a way to uh, keep Harrison Barnes because he can actually shoot too. He's nothing compared to the other guys, and yeah, Draymond Green's having a down year, but still, I mean, if they had found a way to keep him, that would have been unfair. But yeah, so we'll see. And if anybody listens to this, then. We can talk about this more on the way to the finals, but in the event that this is the only one we do, you got it marked.